0: Hi, I'm Charmaine Spencer and this is the 2020 CBAA National Features and Documentary Series, a collection of eight new features from producers right around Australia. This next feature was made on Bundjalung Country, and we pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Free-range eggs. They seem like an ethical food choice for someone that cares about animal welfare, especially from organic poultry farms. But hens only lay eggs for a part of their lives. What happens to them once their egg production slows down? And what are the alternatives? An omnivore in a town full of vegans, this is Bay FM's Dione Green with a rather exceptional community, the Mother Cluckers.
1: Hey, good morning. Morning. You want some breakfast?
2: Sure, got any eggs?
1: How do you want them? Scrambled, fried, boiled? Scrambled's good. Like many people, my teenager and I love our eggs. And not just for breakfast. They have to be one of the most versatile foods there are. Poached, pickled, boiled, scrambled, fried, pancakes, cake. We live in Mullumbimby, just inland from Byron Bay, on the far north coast of New South Wales. Mullum, as we locals call it, is a very conscious community. So even though we're on a limited budget, I try to buy free-range eggs. I mean, I've seen those exposés on battery farming. But free-range means the chickens have happy lives, right? It's not commercially
3: viable for an egg farmer to keep a hen more than two years because for them to be profitable, which they need to be, they need an egg pretty much every day. So by the time the hens are getting 18 months to two years, some of them have dropped off and on average they may lay an egg every second day, sometimes every third day. So that's why for the farmer they can't have them anymore and typically will cull them because they are an egg-laying hen so there's no meat on them or anything.
1: Wait, what? How long do chickens usually live for anyway? Hey Google, how long do chickens live for? Five to ten years. Okay, that's a lot longer than 18 months to two years. But what happens after that? Hey Google, what happens to chickens that can't lay eggs anymore in Australia?
0: According to RSPCA,
1: spent hens are either killed on farm and composted or transported to an abattoir for slaughter.
3: Chopping their heads off. Which is quick. But then again, other hens are around. It's not like they're going to take one hen far away and chop its head off. So it does become a a pretty unpleasant process, which is why the farmers hate doing it naturally.
1: That's really sad. But luckily for at least some of these hens, there is an alternative ending.
3: My name's Julie O'Shea. I founded the charity Who Gives a Cluck, which rescues and rehomes hens from the egg-laying
1: industry. I first met Julie when I interviewed her for my radio show on Bay FM in Byron Bay. You're listening to Make a Change on Bay FM, inspiring positive change in the community, the environment, and the self. I'm Deodie Green, we'll be right back. She made quite an impression. <laughs> and it got me wondering what inspires people to devote their lives to saving animals? Apparently,
3: according to my mother, when I was three years old and we're living in Sydney and she found me out on the back porch nursing a huge rat that she killed the night before in the house and threw it out the back, and I'm sitting there nursing it going, oh, poor little baby, and I'm kissing it. And my mother almost died. I just knew from when I was really young that animals needed protecting and needed kindness. No, no,
1: come Julie lives on a rural property just outside of Mullumbimbi, in a geodesic dome. It has great acoustics. She's a petite but feisty woman in her late 50s, dressed in dark functional clothes, covered in spots of... is that chicken poo? Her friends call her the crazy chicken lady. Every little
3: hen is a little soul, and I felt I could have a bigger impact on that. Uh, And when I learnt that every day in Australia there's 26,500 egg-laying hens
1: that are culled, I thought, I could help with this. I did the maths, and that's nearly 10 million chickens a year. But how does someone like Julie become a chicken rescuer? How I got into this was, shush you,
3: I'm talking right now is back in April 2017, Cyclone Debbie, and a farmer was uh, going to have to cull 400 hens. I said I could rescue 10 of them. Then I put a post on Facebook, and overnight I was inundated by thousands of messages, and I thought, wow, I could help with this. I had no idea the community would really want to help give rescued hens a home. So I'm now doing it. Full on, and I believe we're going to be able to rescue and rehome between three and four thousand hens every
1: year. I get distracted for a moment. There's a very large pig trying to eat my backpack.
3: Just how many animals does Julie really have? Sue and Zine are our two rescue pigs, Monty, who's a racehorse, Victor, a miniature Shetland, guinea fowl, Nala, and Bodie, our dogs. And now I've got three cows. Minnie Moo, who is my favourite, she's my resident psychologist, Bolo and Carly Ma. Plus a lot of people, but I shouldn't have put
1: them last, should I? <laughs> I should mention that Julie hasn't always lived in the country. She's not your typical Bimby hillbilly hippie. In fact, she spent around 35 years working in the corporate sector, managing franchises, before making a rather radical tree change. Definitely made a tree change
3: from working in cities in Melbourne and remotely from the Gold Coast to coming down here to this beautiful area in Upper Main Arm. And just spending time with hens made me realise how I could make a difference. And not just the hens, but the community, the people that reach out to you and want to become mother cluckers and take a hen into their home, wonderful people. So That's
1: what Julie calls her adoptive hen parents, mother cluckers. Great name, right? She holds regular adoption days around the northern rivers, including in Mullumbimby.
3: Hello guys! If you... Oh, that's Minnie Moo! Mm-hmm. So, I'll let you know the story, then in order I'll get your hens, I just need to mark you
1: off The, the mother cluckers have already been through a vetting process via Facebook to make sure that they can provide a suitable environment for the hens they adopt the and that they plan to provide the hens with a forever home. Eggs or no eggs? There is a surprisingly diverse bunch of people, from young couples to families with children to older people. But they all have something in common: they love chooks. I saved a chook. She was bad. Yeah.
3: She was dying. Yeah,
1: she wasn't good know. at all. Me how and go. I thought I've oh, got, really? got to try and I, 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 I
3: go- googled what you do, so I put oil on my fingers and put your fingers in, and I can feel got the Google. egg. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, we could you were, break the egg? You're not supposed to. You've no. got to try and get it all out. Wow. And um, like I, she would go, I oh, know I'm hurting you, <laughs> but you're going to die if I've got to try this. Anyway, I thought, I was down there for ages with and I thought, oh, I can't do it. And then I thought, I'll give it one more go. And with that, she gave this almighty push, and this
1: egg shot at it. <laughs> it was huge. like a bullet.
3: It shot out. Julie
1: collects her rescue hens from free range egg farmers all over the Northern Rivers region. But one of them is a little different from your average farmer.
2: Hi, I'm Oliver and I'm 17 years old. I have a passion for sustainable farming. I'm currently setting up a pasture raised free range egg farm at my school to provide grass fed organic eggs to our local community. And I need your help. That was to get two off years ago. So and Oliver
1: now runs a thriving egg farm called Oliver's Hens just a few kilometres outside of Mullumbimby, next to the Steiner School he graduated from last year.
2: I've always loved chickens. They've always been such a cool animal. They're such good for a regenerative agriculture. I've always you know, been able to have chickens myself. I've lived in China for 10 and a half years and even in my backyard there, I used to always have two hens in a big suburban area. Chickens have always been there I've always loved them ever since I was you could walk my mum was used as to go you can and see, let me go
1: and get Oliver eggs. really loves his hens, hens. He's, he's quite a charming hens. young man and tall dark hair, hair bit of a moustache uh, full of energy sure and bursting with a, a confidence food that food wasn't quite as obvious in that crowdfunding video from, from 2 years ago
2: They almost sometimes get looked after better than I do you know they get such good food and such such a nice environment to live in that um, they get treated so well, it's, it's, it's incredible, yeah.
1: It's not exactly large as farms go, but Oliver's hens do look pretty happy.
2: They've got about half an acre of fresh grass, all in electric fences and stuff like that. Then they've got a big caravan where they go and lay in, and it's a purpose-built one, obviously not a big luxury one, but it's still very nice for them. They lay their eggs and they roost and they sleep in there to get out of the, the wind and the, the weather sometimes. Suppose they get the best lives out here. Oh, there yeah. you go. Have an awesome day at the market today.
1: Oliver sells his eggs himself at the Mullumbimby Farmers Market each week. Have an awesome day! Have an awesome hey! By the time I got there at 10 a.m., there were only a few cartons left. Uh,
2: can I have a two? Two dozen? Yeah. There you go. Uh, yep. Thank you so much. So Eighteen, please. Yeah, I have. I got 400 chickens just out of the standard school, like this, about six kilometers that way.
0: Oh, so, cool. So, uh,
1: Oliver was kind enough to give me a dozen eggs to take home. I decided to do a taste test with my son.
2: Uh,
1: What do you reckon? How are your eggs? Can you tell any difference between Oliver's and the supermarket ones?
2: Oliver's ones definitely tasted stronger.
1: Stronger. Is that a good thing? Yeah. Uh, So what does a young farmer like Oliver who obviously loves his chickens,
2: do once they stop laying so often? Um look, I keep them for about eighteen months because um after the eighteen months they sort of drop down twenty percent each year um, in in terms of production and and being a small business, I kind of got to keep that at a a maximum level and trying to to you know keep um keep eggs coming in because otherwise if I don't, I, I it becomes an unviable business then, yeah.
1: and And so what happens then to the jokes?
2: Well, the first load I actually sold them off to you know people in the area. It was kind of quite lucky—not luck, I suppose—but just a good timing with the pandemic sort of thing. Um, people came and bought chickens, and everyone wanted chickens in their backyard. But then after that, I had a few left over. But I, and I found Julie from Who Gives a Clock.
3: Yeah, I want to show you something that you're going to do then, right? This is so. <coughs> my I'm only night. you make me happy when skies are gray you can sing a whole song to her and she's just gonna go into zen mm. see you hear that oh you never know dear how much i love you please don't take my
1: sunshine away Hey Axel, what do you think about getting a few chooks for the backyard?
2: Yeah, it could be fun. But mum... Yeah? Can we have something else for breakfast? I'm getting really sick of eggs.
0: That was Dione Green with Mother Cluckers. Produced with the support of Bay FM in Byron Bay. It was part of the 2020 National Features and Documentary Series. There are another seven stories to hear, so if you'd like to hear more, visit nfds.org.au. Hamish the was the supervising producer and training was provided by the Community Media Training Organisation. This program was made possible by the support from the Community Broadcasting Foundation. Find out more at cbf.org.au.